Okay. So last week, last week, last week, we, we did a, basically it was a Hagdam, it was not Hagdam, it was a Chazara, catching ourselves up to where we're holding in the world of Ishtadlis. <clears throat> and what we came out, what we came out with in a very general sense, but very important, is that anything we're going to discuss about Ishtadlis, about work, it, it is, is a subcategory of the big world of Itachon. Right, that's why we have to look. It's a very important way to look at Hishtalis in general. Any Hishtalis we do, especially the major Hishtalis that people spend time on during their lives, which is the Parnasa thing, it is a facet within the realm of Bitachon. It is not side by side with Bitachon. It's just a little blip. Like any, any Indian in this book, in this Sefer, in the Sugya Bitachon, there's the world of Bitachon, and there's a lot of subcategories. This is one of them. Just because it takes up more hours of our day doesn't mean it really is, in essence, any more important than anything else. It is very important. So with the proper connection and understanding in general of how Ishtadlis works, we're going to probably, hopefully, Mitzvah have an easier time with this, with this world of Parnassah. What does easy mean? It can be defined in a thousand, a thousand ways. But when a person is aligned properly, automatically it's going to be easier. I didn't say what easy state, what that means. But it's going to be better, more aligned. So I was thinking, I'll start with this. <clears throat> it might take up some time, but here's what came down. What page? We're going to be on page 98. So last week, yeah, last week. Yesterday, the parsha we we're building the Mishkan. Right? The major building. Take from me Truma. So I asked the teens yesterday, the, the Pasuk start, the Psukim start off. Take from me Truma, Zav, Chesav, Nechoshes, Argaman, Tolas, Shani. All the different materials. About six, seven Psukim in, maybe it's eight, I don't know. What does it say? I want, you, I want you to build me a mishkan so I could dwell. Well, wouldn't it make sense if a Kaddish Baruch would have told Moshe, Moshe, we're going to build a mishkan. It's going to be gewaldic. It's going to be amazing. It's the greatest binion of all time. I'm going to need Zav, Chesef, Nechoshef. Why did he give me the whole list of stuff and then tell me what it's for? Right? Shouldn't have been the other way around. This is the question. We asked yesterday. <coughs> also, we discussed about Vayikhuli Truma, Vasu Li Mikdash. Rashi keeps saying Li Lishmi means me for my name, for my purpose. Obviously, who else would we be building a Mishkan for? Who else would be giving our, our Zav and our Kesav to if not for a Kaddish Baruch? What's this? Emphasis on li, lishmi, to me, for my sake, for my name. <coughs> Seemingly, it's obvious. So, <clears throat> the Mishkan was, what was the Mishkan? The Mishkan was Hashem's Ratzon. Yes? Hashem's Ratzon, Hashem's will. The Mishkan was a dira betachtonim. It was a place where HaKadosh Baruch Hu could kiviyachot dwell hashras hashchena. The Mishkan was a place of awesome avodas Hashem. 
Kohanim, Leviim, Kalei are watching, all the stuff that went on. There was tons of stuff that went on. Primarily, seemingly, there's a machlokas, but according to the Rambam, according to what most people know, what was the primary avod of the Beis HaMikdash? Karbonus. Alila Regal, Karmat Talmud, every single day. So the Mishkan was all of those things. Now we know <clears throat> that the Mishkan, which was a physical structure, which needed physical materials, was not just a physical building. It was a very spiritual building. Not just in the fact that we did spiritual things there, but it was built from Ruchnius. As we know, as we're told, that the base of Mikdash, unfortunately, when it was destroyed, it was only able to be destroyed when what happened? Once there's no godliness, when the Shekhinah left, that allowed Nebuchadnezzar, that allowed the Romans to come in and destroy it. Had the Shekhinah been there, impossible to destroy. It's a building filled with Ruchnius. Another, just, these are just Agav points. If I would tell you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a word, I'm going to say a word, and I want you to think of the first person, okay, in Torah literature, <laughs> that comes to your mind, okay? I'm going to say a word. First person that comes to your mind. Base Hamikdash. Okay, let's see if this worked. How many people thought David Amelech? Thought David Amelech. Okay, at least. Who thought? What do you think? Shlomo? Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu. Base Hamikdash? Yeah, still. Wow, strong. I thought of Bitsala. Who built the base of Mikdash? Shlomo Melech. But if you ask 100 people, who do you connect the base of Mikdash to? David Melech. David Melech didn't touch the base of Mikdash. He never even saw it with his eyes. But the base of Mikdash was only built because David Melech had a rotson and he had machshavas and he had kavanas. He built the entire building with his kavan. And forever it's really known as David Melech's place. Shlomo Melech built it. He's his son. But the structure, the spiritual structure was built from David's kavanas and his machshavas. <coughs> now our kavana, our machshava, our motivations, right? Our kavanas and our machshavas, our motivations, and I had another good word over here, simple word, our reasons. That's very simple. The reasons, the motivations, which are the kavanas and the machshavas. I know, it's pretty simple, I know. Okay. They are really what keeps, that's what really built the building, the Mishkan, and that's what kept the building built. As long as we had kavanas Hashem Shemayim, the building, the Mishkan, the Mikdash could be there. The second we lost track of that Inyan, and we went the way we went, so slowly the Shekhinah said bye-bye, and then, and then there's a Chorban. So when it comes to building a Mishkan, Hashem's Ratzon, it has to be 100% Lishma. There cannot be any other motivations in such a building. It's a place, it's Hashem's will. It's a place of Hashras HaShchina. If there be any other ulterior motives while building the Mishkan, it would be off spiritually. Physically, it could be perfect. But anybody knows in building, if you're off by a little bit, and you're building a big building, it's going at the end, it's going to be off by a lot. And if spiritually we build the building, if it's off at the beginning, it's going to end up being off by a lot at the end. So therefore, what happened? If, we'll go the if, if a Kaddish Baruch Hu would have said to Moshe and to the people, we're going to build a building, it's going to be amazing, and I need all your stuff, 
What, the, what might happen? Each person going to think, I don't know, what should I give? Where's my plaque going to be? Should I want to give the gold? Do I want to give... Where, which part of this building is going to go for this part? I want to give it the best for the iron. I want to give... Everybody start having cheshbonos. Or, I don't know if I have to give this. What are they going to use this in a building for? What do I, I don't need to give the choshes. What are they, it's probably going to be like for like the, the bathrooms or something. So everybody would start having cheshbonos. Motive, motivations, motives, all these different things come to a person's head. Once he hears it's for a building, a whole world. We don't understand how fast our brains work. An entire world of expectations, of reasons, of motivations, kavanas, panemias, malshavas will come in and it could throw off the donating. We had the Nisim. Right? Chazal don't shy away. The Nisim, what happened to the Nisim? They waited. We'll wait to see what is needed for this building because they knew it was going to be a building and therefore they wanted to see what would be left so they can, you know, come in the clutch and ended up being... Nothing left for them. Because they had, they had thoughts, they had motivations, they had pineas. But if a Kaddish Baruch says, give me all your stuff, it's my Ratzon, I'm not, I'm not telling you why, just give it to me. Then you have the Nadiva Saleh, the people who just give 100%. What's it going for? What, what did my gold that I gave you go for? Oh, it's going for the, the Mishkan. Ooh, Kavan. Then you have a better chance of having the pure Kavans. <coughs> Now, any time something would be added to the Mishkan, right? There were, there were things that were added over time. It has to fit the tachlis, the reasons of the Mishkan itself. So let's see. What's the reason for the Mishkan? We want a carbon, tamid, shashacher, tamid, shabener, bai. Right? Every day, that was the main carbon of the day. So there was somebody who came from the south and said, I have a, I have a, I have a, a better knife that could be used to shecht in a smoother, cleaner, faster, and more effective. Ooh, the quantum, like, wow. The tachas of the whole Mishkan is that we shecht animals. And it's better to move. By Yulia the Rego, we have to shecht hundreds, thousands of animals. We got to move. Better knife, that's great. So it aligns properly with the tachas, which is, you know, Ben is going to have some opinions over here, right? The Cohen. Any other Cohen here? No. You're Cohen? Ooh. Two on other sides. Okay, it bounces out the room. Baruch Hashem. But I'm retired. It's after 50. <sighs> that's, not, that's not true. Oh, okay, we'll get into this. We'll get into this later. After this is great. 50, I still have to work. <laughs> we'll talk about this afterwards. No, you don't have to. You want to. Oh. Yeah, good. Very nice. So they have this new knife, and he's going to, we're going to use it for the shechting of the carbonos. It works well. It's for the carbonos. It's for the Vodas Hashem. It's Gavaldic. The problem is that that knife was made from a Vodazara. My knife was made from, from, from some kind of a Vodazara. I'm not getting into the halachic shilas necessarily. Again, it's a marshal. Is that the Ratzon Hashem? To use such a knife. Ah, it'll be quicker for the, for the Talmud. Or it was a knife that was used for devastation. Let's say that knife was used to hurt other people. Not a Vodazara. It was used to hurt other people. But it's a great knife. It could, it, it could be gewaldic for, for shechita. So it works, so it aligns itself with the fourth reason of the Mishkan, Karbanos. It may be aligned itself with the third reason, it's for Avodah Hashem, but dear Batachtonim, Ratzon Hashem, does this knife really fit the bill for such a thing? No. Can't use it. We have four reasons. And it could be more, it could be less. It's a muscle. 
for the reason of the Mishkan. Again, Ratzon Hashem. It's Hashem's Ratzon. Why? <laughs> it's Ratzon Hashem. He revealed to us Dir B'tachtonim. Second reason. Third reason is, how is it going to be a Dir B'tachtonim? Well, there's going to be a lot of Avodah Hashem being done in that place. His Galos Hashem, Nisim and Neflos. And then the fourth reason, the Tachlis, the end, is the Karbanos. But when we want... Dir B'tachtonim. Yeah, right? Yeah. Is that synonymous with that's the place where Moshe Rabbeinu communicated with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Arab or is that a fifth reason? That's the place where Moshe Rabbeinu Yeah, we'll go with number two. Number two. Number two. And all that's because Hashem wanted that. For no rhyme or reason. No, there is a reason. It, it says uh, it's a kaparis for the ego. That we wouldn't have needed this if there wasn't that. Okay, so, that, so that's going to gonna be in there. It's going to be in there. It's going to be in there. Again, there are reasons. <clears throat> somewhere along there, whatever you do has to fit into all the reasons. Make sense? It's like a mission statement. We have a certain mission statement for the company. So everything has to be aligned. Anything you're going to do in that company has to be aligned with all of the, the reasons. <clears throat> How about if money comes in? There's a lot of money that comes into the base of Mikdash, the Mishkan, and now they're, they're handling... Where should we allocate the funds? Should we get better animals? Maybe we should buy the best. Let's say for whatever reason they weren't buying the best animals. I don't know. Money was tight. But now we can buy better animals. Or no, we need some upkeep on the building. There's a lot of problems. Where do those funds get allocated? We'll have to go back to the reasons. I'm not poskening now at all. But you understand. We'd have to go back to the reasons why the Mishkan was created to now figure out where would the Ratzon Hashem be? Okay? Everyone understands? Good? Okay. It depends on what the hierarchy of the reasons <clears throat> is. It depends on what the hierarchy of the reasons is. Exactly. But once we have that down, now we can take this shaila and we start putting it into where it should go. Yes, the hierarchy matters. That's why, again, this hierarchy is my own, I made it up. I think it's right, but it could be that it's not exactly. But the mushal is understood. Okay. Now what about the nimshal? <clears throat> so let's get to our sugya. The sugya right now they're holding by, people getting jobs, making money, panasa, right? Doctors, lawyers, salesmen, scientists, teachers, rebellion, whatever it may be. Endless amount of jobs. <clears throat> Why does a person, <clears throat> what's the reason he's going to get a job? Let's go, let's go slow. What's, what's the reason why a person gets a job? Very simply, eat. he needs money. <laughs> he needs to eat. He needs money. That's why a person would go get a job. If he, if he d- didn't need to eat and he didn't need any money, maybe he wouldn't get a job. Unless we keep him out of trouble, right? Maybe he wouldn't get a job. Why do we need to get jobs? Why do we, why do we need the money? Why didn't HaKadosh Baruch just give us money? Right? Why is there a lacking of money? Why don't I just have everything I need? So the Chobos of Allah taught us. Not yet. It, of, cor- of course, always. But before that, you're jumping. It's okay. You'll be... We'll talk to you after class. It's to test us and to keep us busy, out of trouble. This is what he said. Why do we need to do his shtadlis, Right? Why do we need a need for money? Why do we have to, why do, we have to do all the stuff that we do to test us in our mundi bitachan, our shemesh tarah mitzvahs, and to keep us out of trouble? 
Why did a Kaddish Baruch Hu make such a world with Ishtalos and these reasons for tests and stuff? Why? Ratzon Hashem. He could have done it in a million different ways. It's not for us to ask. Ratzon Hashem. So now we have these four reasons why a person would end up getting a job. Right? And it's one line. Because there's a Ratzon Hashem, the Ratzon Hashem then says... I want to test my people. The re- and, the, and, the, and so therefore, I want to test them. I'm going to make there be a need for Hishtadlis. Because if a Kaddish Baruch didn't want to test us, he never would make Hishtadlis. This is Chavos Avavos. I'm not making this up. That's what he said. We learned it. And therefore, the way that a person fills the need he has that a Kaddish Baruch created, which is money, food, stuff, he goes and he gets a job. So the direct cause of any job, the direct cause, Siba, is I need money. But what's the real reason why a person needs a job, gets a job? What's the emesdika reason? It's the Ratzon Hashem. That's the emesdika reason. That's, that's number one. I, I'm getting a job because I need money. I need money because it's Hashem's will that I do his Ishtadlis, that I do Ishtadlis, which we explained why do we what's what's the tachas of all the tests to bring out our inner core to bring out our best in a million different ways unfathomable amount of ways we get tested in all different types of things not just money when we're on the job we're tested in our midos we're tested in, in tons of stuff <clears throat> and all that is because it's the Ratzon Hashem which at its core is unexplainable So why, why do we say it's unexplainable? We have reasons. That's that's after the fact. Do you really understand God? A little bit. Yeah, because He allowed you to understand, or because you really much get Him. We can never get Him as much as Him. He's much bigger than us. But like, to a great extent, we have lots of. I mean, He set that up so because souls don't like anything for free. I mean, there's, there's, there's are, more again, here. you're in the world of reasons. Very good. Right. I get it. I know you love the reasons. We discussed this, you know, last week. But there's there's a there's a place that's above reason, emuna. Okay. Right. There's no trust. This the essence of bitachon and emuna is I don't get it, but it's good. I don't have to get it. It's called ayin. It's called ain. We do have reasons. We have to live. <clears throat> now, there's many nafkaminas that come out in our lives that we need to. We need to deal with. For instance, well, I need money, so I need to get a job. What kind of job should I get? Very simple. Everybody's probably dealt with this before, right? Everybody here is already in a job position. What kind of job should I get? So now it really depends. What's the reason, what's the motivating factor of getting the job? If the motivating factor is the direct cause, I need money, well, then you could do anything that's going to make you the money. And you are a slave to what you hold is going to be the job that's going to give the amount of money to get the stuff that you need. Salary, potential growth, all of these are the main things that a person is going to look at. There will be also other things. He's not just going to become an astronaut because it pays well if he gets you know, motion sickness. 
There are other factors, but the main factor of the person, if he's dealing with a direct cause, will be how much money is this going to get me? Is there a potential for there to be a monetary rise? Correct? This is Davipashin. This might even dis- determine. You have a child. One second, let's get this one point out. You have a kid. He's 18, 17. Which classes in college am I going to take to get that job? You have a kid who's 16. Maybe, how, how am I going to do my high school tests to align myself with that job that I'm thinking about already, which is to be a doctor, at 13, 12, and then you have parents telling the kids how to live their life when they're four years old. If you don't act better, you're not going to become a doctor. All because of the salary that it will pay in 27, 8, 9, 30 years, depending on which you choose. That's what goes on. By far and large. Does that, does that make sense? By far and large? Mostly. That, that's a... It's a good... By, by and large. Thank you. I knew something was off there. <laughs> by and large. I don't know what that means, but we know what it means. Pause. Yes. There is not a small meal of people who choose their job based on the fulfillment that they get, they're going to get out of There it. are a small amount? There is not a small There is not. There's a, if there's a reasonable amount of people who choose their job, think of all the clay Kardash in our communities, right? I want to be a ready. I want to be a teacher. This is because you and And... and, and and, and look how much all the stipends that they need in order to get all the, into all the yeshivas. And that's not, a, not necessarily a good um, determining factor because people also go into it because that's, they, they think, I don't want to get into all the different details no, right no, now. Let's no, get into, no, we're getting claw. I'm we're not only talking about the clay Kodesh. There's lots of people who are idealistic about the, the, the work that they want to do there, you know, who are not necessarily it's amazing. Really thinking okay. about the money. Beautiful. So then they have a better, they have a better shot. But for the, for the lots of people who it's not for, and even within those people, yeah. are they aligning themselves because it's the Ratzon Hashem? Within that group of people that you hold, however many there are, we don't really know, are they aligning themselves with the Ratzon Hashem or because this makes me feel good? I suspect the latter, but I don't know. I don't okay. know the answer. Which is fine. But we are just, we're speaking Bichlal, we're trying to set ourselves properly. Okay? No? Yeah? Okay. We'll find out in five minutes if you're really good or just saying you're good. Say that somebody is doing it to serve God, and will they get a profession that will help them be efficient in serving Hashem? What do you, are you saying? What say again? I'm saying that the <coughs> real purpose is a, you could get a career that will allow you to serve Hashem in a proper way. We're going. We're going to get. We're going to get there. Yeah. I'm, saying, I'm discussing what the. About. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. But I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm setting up. What's the reason for the motivation of what we're choosing? Right. We're gonna, we're gonna get, we're gonna get there. So if, if a person. Right is in it for the money, there's going to be a whole world of decisions that's going to be made because of that's the motivating factor. Yes? Yeah. That's logical. If it's about Ratzon Hashem, and I understand Ratzon Hashem to be, He wants the best for me, Bitochen 101, well then, it's going to be a whole different world of, of calculations. Money might still for sure be there, that's how the world does run, and therefore Kodesh Baruch wants me to have that, and he will provide it for me. But there's going to be a lot of other motivating factors, even, that might be number five in the list, but there'll be four more right on top of that. What is Hashem's Ratzon for me? What does he want me to do? Not how much does he want me to make. What does he want me to do? If we trust in a Kodesh Baruch we have to bring it all back. If I'm doing the Ratzon Hashem, and it's to trust him, and we believe him, and everything is great, and everything he does is the best, well then, I don't have to worry so much about the numbers, that's not a factor. He'll take care of that. 
I trust him. He will guide me into some ishtadlis. I have to still, that's how he made the world, that I have to put myself in the game, in the ishtadlis world, to make myself some sort of kli, to receive money. But I don't have to make that my number one priority. My number one priority is doing the Ratzon Hashem. Basically, uh, I was told by uh, a very observant person, the basis is every job, what, what you do, whether it's medical, finance, or whatever, has to be, uh, just to reaffirm what you said, has to have a Jewish purpose behind it for you to succeed as a Jew. In other words, if it's not attached, to some greater purpose, not just to make the money. The money will come, but it has to be attached to a Jewish... Um, motivation, reason. Right. And so we're going right to the, the, the greatest motivation, reason is, it's the Ratzon Hashem. For some people that might be... Okay, I don't want to go into details, but if we start to analyze the sugi of Parnassah, jobs, and really everything, but this is where we're heading right now, in light of the real reasons why I'm going to do what I'm going, supposed to do, <clears throat> with the world of Bitachan at the forefront, the major reason behind everything, <clears throat> all the decisions I make are going to be analyzed differently. It doesn't mean at the end of the day the job might come out might be different. It could be that a Baruch wants me to be a doctor. Happens to be the doctor that I want to be. Makes the most. It could be. But wh- how am I getting there? Is a totally different way. What happens when you have Shiloh's of, do I switch jobs? What happens when there's a Shiloh of, of going for a promotion, but that promotion is going to make me work more hours? What happens when there's stuff on the job that's not good for my ruchnius? How do you, how do you answer these questions? Well, it depends what's your motivating factor? If money is the number one and you're nervous about money and you're anxious and you're stressed, right? We're lacking bitachon. Well, then you might just run for a promotion if even if it's going to take away more time from your life and from your family. You might stay in a job even though in Ruchnis it's not the best for you. That's going, that could happen. I'm not saying that if you have the world of bitachon, you're just going to leave those, that, position, that promotion or that job. That um, job. I don't know. We're just setting out, right, the proper way of thinking. That's what the Sefer is trying to do. Is that bitachon, amunah and bitachon is the highest, it is the first type of thinking that a person has to work with. From that place, as we draw down through our life and the different reasons of doing what we're doing, it's going to align us properly with everything we're doing. And if I don't make the money this month, Al-Tidag. The reason why I got the job was because the Kaddish Baruch wanted me to do this for a million different reasons. Not necessarily he wanted me to make the most parnasa. Maybe he wants me to work in my midos in this job. So even when I don't make the money this month, but I can work in my midos, I can work in my savlanas, I can work on this media, I can work on a million things. It's Al-Tidag, nothing to worry about. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But if your motivating factor is only the money, now we're in a world of, of danger. Maybe you're good at the work, you're good at that bitachon thing. Maybe you're not, but it's a whole different alignment. Yes, I think this is like extra. I mean, I'm trying to be extraordinarily clear. But this is how everything in life is. But we're just distilling with this with this sugya. 
<clears throat> and I'll just give you another, another example. Klali, that will help. If a person is aligning himself, this is more Klali, <clears throat> with this, these layers of motivating factors, then any time, any time something goes wrong on the job that's difficult, that is uncomfortable. Pick any situation ever. It's just not going the way you want it to go. What can you always go back to? In the world will be tough and you can always go back to this. What's the reason why I have this job? Not money. But even we can go even, that's sometimes that, that's true and some people can go there right away but that's sometimes that's hard. Oh, that's Ratzon Hashem. But, uh, but, uh, but I'm not there. So for some people they could do that but what's the, the reason after that? I'm here to be tested. I'm here to be tested. So you're, you're bothered. You're angry. Things aren't going your way. This, is, this guy's bothering me. This check's not coming in. All these different things. Pause. Sir, you understand that you're here to be tested, right? Like that's actually the purpose of you being here. When things don't go right, that's the reason why you're here. More than making the check. But let's think in for a second. The check is reason number three. The test is reason number two. Earlier, it's bigger, it's more important, it's the emis. So I'm telling you, any time and every time something is bothering you about the job, it's exactly the way it's supposed to be. It's a test. How are you going to deal with that test? But it's supposed to be. Smile. You're in pain? Do your best to smile through it. Because that's the emiss. Correct? One second. Yes? If you can download this in your brain, your life will be changed forever. Yes, you in the front. What's the difference between I'm here to be tested and every morning you said don't test me? Don't test me. Don't make me a bad test? <laughs> I know life is test, but what so say? what's the difference between we know life we're going to be tested, and yet every day we say don't test me. It's our status to ask a kaddish baruch not to put us into big tests, but he's going to anyway. I mean, I, I, what, what do we say? Big tests or dirty tests? Whatever or? tests. Because we know we don't tests. ask. We don't ask for tests. There's going to be. It's a world of. That's Mesil Sharm one hundred and one. Right. It's Chavos Avos one hundred and one. Mesil Sharm Chavos Avos. No one argues with them ever. His entire world is filled with tests. And then you say, don't test me. So what does it mean? We, we're asking not to have tests that destroy us. We're asking not to be tested like... Don't make it feel like a test. Certain... Okay. There's, a, there's a lot of different reasons. So this is what I'm asking. There's a lot of different reasons. A lot of different reasons. Don't make it bad? Don't make it bad. There's a lot of different reasons. I know it's going to happen, but you make it go well. Whatever. Do you think it's insurmountable? Whatever it might be. There's, there's, we can go into the world. It's a world of reasons. You have a kasha, and there's lots of different reasons we can come up with. That's, that's not, that's not, it's not going to bomb us. You in the back over there? So a little move, a little, little eye twitch. Is this, if this is, if this is clear, and I hope it is, and I wish we had like a flow chart, it, I, it would be kadai to put this in your office. This hierarchy of motivational reasons why we're at work, it, it realigns a person. It's just the MS. It's not magic. It's just... The clear emiss. And eventually, if you keep living this way, you'll be able to just live a life of Ratzon Hashem.
and you'll be happy when the money doesn't come in. Doesn't mean we don't want the money, but you could still be happy when the money doesn't come in. You could not be phased when somebody in the hallway says, hey, why don't you do better at your job? You stink. You don't have to be phased by that. We still need to work on a lot of details, but this is the general way that we have to go into the Sugya Parnasa. Kapish, as my father says. I don't know what that means. It means okay. That's what he says. Understand? Oh. What language is that? Is it Yiddish? No, it's not Yiddish. Italian? Italian? Italian. Why is my father speaking Italian? I don't know. It's the only word in Italian he knows. Okay. Maybe he knows more. I'll ask him. Okay. Very important. Now with that, we could really start the Sugya. That's the, that's the claw. And we're going to see right away <coughs> this, these in Yonim, but I wanted to give the bigger picture because then we can always go back to that if we need to. So let's start on page 98. We'll read for a few minutes here. 98 on the bottom. Choosing an occupation, what do you love doing? Having established the necessity for a person to engage in various means to obtain his livelihood and other needs. A person needs to do a shtadlis, needs to create sibos, as we said. The author now addresses the type of occupation a person should choose as well as the proper attitude toward it. Should I bring this point now? I read it already probably once. One second, should I? One second. Did we do number six on the same page? Six? Yeah, we did it. We did it. Okay. Bianchi, you had a cash on it. Do you not remember? Mm-hmm. Here's the chazar over. One second. Okay, so I'll just, I'll, I'll make this point now. I'm not sure if I'm going to get into trouble. I don't think I am, but you never know. I'll make it now. Now, a person might have the question. Based on what we said, even though he's going to say right now how you should choose a job. But wait, I already chose a job. I've already been doing a job for a long time. Maybe I made a mistake. Maybe I should change professions. Maybe I shouldn't care about money. Uh-oh, my wife's going to kill me. What am I going to do? Did anybody have that problem? Anybody think about that yet? No? Maybe I should change jobs? Nobody had that? It's true, like, too old. Too old. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, well, I'm 63 years wait, old. Wait, wait, wait. Hey. I'm not, I'm not, my point was not that. But a person, I want to I precede this. I want to I wanna be mocked him. That if a person thinks after learning this, like, oh, man, like, I just ruined my entire life. Like, that's... The, the reason why my job didn't go the way I wanted it to, the way I'm not so happy, the reason why I was killing myself is probably because I didn't learn this when I was, was 20. Oh my gosh, I'm such, I can't believe I did that. Oh man, I'm going to go after those rebellion who didn't teach me. It can become a whole world of, of anger. You realign where you are. So what do you do with the, with the, with the I'm saying 63, what do you do with the 50, 48 years? How, how long, I'm joking. How do you do all those years? Kodesh Baruch does not want you to go back and learn. How, what do you do with those years? The early years that you maybe weren't aligned with. Zerot Hashem, Emunah. I just want to get that clear. I want to get that clear. Emunah states wherever, whatever happened in the past. Emunah 101. Hayom. Emunah. You can't ski unless you have a base. Let's say wanted you Good. to do. That's great. I, this is the answer I want. I just want it to be clear because some one person might be thinking, oh man, 
I just ruined my entire life. So for all of you who it's obvious to, thank you for just giving me the few minutes to help out that one person. But we have to have the Amuna. Whatever happened in the past, Amuna 101, whatever is in the past, is, that's a God's decision. Even though you'll say, ah, but I just shows that was my Bechira. Whatever is in the past is 100% Amuna. Whatever is today, Hayom, this is where Heshtadah's Bechira, Amuna Bitachan, there's a whole mix of it. But anything in the past, 100% Amuna Ratzon Hashem, it's the basis for skiing. You won't, okay. yeah, you won't know. It's a very interesting, I don't know how many people are familiar with the book, uh, Maury, Will Maury, uh, Tuesdays with Tuesdays the morning. Yeah. Very, very, very important book to read. Okay. Uh, written by a Jew. Okay. By the way, he's Jewish, this guy who wrote it. And he goes into the one book after that about it's good. the five people you meet in heaven. Yeah. And he suddenly sees, after all these events that took place, why he lost his friend, why this happened. And then suddenly... It, it was such a, really a deep book. You could read it on two levels. You could read it just as an interesting book. Oh, that's fine. And, or you could read it as you won't see this until you get to the final thing. And it's the same thing with the job or, or what you're doing 48 years. There's a reason and a step that you cannot perceive until you get there. And hopefully you live to 120 that you'll be shame. able to connect the dots. Now, I want to, based on this, this book, which I don't, I don't know, it sounds, it sounds emesdic, but, but, and we want, I want to be very clear here. He said there's two levels to read that book. It's a nice read. Or you can read it and it can help you. For sure. But what's the third level you can read it? That all of those five guys who you meet in heaven, they all were, they had commands from a Kaddish Baruch We have to be very Clear with that. Because no, nobody, not, I mean, the guy who is, is a Jew, he said he's a Jew. He's a Jewish man. Even Jewish people aren't writing their Tuesdays or Wednesdays with Maury's oh, or whatever. A, from a place, from a, totally, like, they're not writing from a place of bitachon, the highest level. Maybe from the world of reasons, that's great. And we, that's good, to, and that's a good way of, of living life. But there's a higher reason to always remember Ratzon Hashem, number one. Okay. Let's read for a few minutes. Since it has been demonstrated above that people are obligated to make efforts to engage in the means of obtaining their livelihood and other needs, we will now explain that not every person is obligated to pursue every means of obtaining a livelihood. You're not forced into anything as there are many means in which a person can engage. Kiasibus rabos mehenin some of those means are relatively easy because they entail little exertion, such as selling merchandise in the store or engaging types of handiwork that involve little labor, such as sewing, weaving, writing, or safeguarding merchandise until it goes up in value. Other examples of easy occupations include those who contract sharecroppers and other workers to work the land, and those who are responsible to oversee workers who work the land. I'm reading it fast. But a guy might say, actually, weaving is pretty hard for me. That's actually, that would be very difficult. The point is that each person is going to have a certain natiya. There's going to be a certain inclination that he has 
He has certain natural tendencies that were given to him by God, which makes things look easy and other things look difficult. So don't yell at the Chavos of Avos. The point is understood. However, there are other means of obtaining a livelihood that involve much toil and exertion, such as tanning skins, mining iron, copper from the depths of the earth, refining silver by using lead, lifting heavy loads, regular long-distance travel, working the land and plowing it, and the like. Some people might like distance traveling, so for him it would be easy. Again, each person is going to be different. So which type of occupation should a person choose? This depends on the type of person he is. For a person who is physically strong, but intellectually weak, big generalizations, but he has to, it is appropriate that he chooses the one of the occupations that require toil, but only as much as what he can tolerate. Choose what you were built for. The first category of occupations mentioned above may be relatively easy, but they require skill. Therefore, a person who is unskilled should pursue the occupation in a second category that require hard work and suit their strength. Conversely, a person who is physically weak but a strong intellect should not pursue those means of livelihood that tire out the body. Instead, he should turn to the occupations that are easier on the body so that he will continually be able to engage in them. In truth, every person has more of a desire for one type of work or commerce than others. Not because the dollars and cents that should not be the motivating factor. We're talking about how you're physically built, how you're mentally built, how you're emotionally built, all the inside stuff, or the physical stuff, but about you, not about the money, which God has ingrained in His very nature to love and cherish. Right? We have to look inside to that which HaKadosh Baruch downloaded into our system. Everybody's different. Everybody looks different. Everybody thinks differently. Everybody's connected in different ways. Chai Olam, what's the next two words? Nota Besochenu. Chai Olam, everlasting life has been planted. Nota Besochenu. Most people don't look within, they're always looking without. They're always looking on the outside. But the Chavos is teaching us if you're going to get a job, because you need to make money, but you need to make money because you need to be tested in Ishtadlis and you're doing the Ratzon Hashem, so do that thing. That a cottage will implant it within you to do. How do you know what that is? What do you like doing? What are you built for? Without any other motivating factor. Again, there's a lot of things we have to think about. But think about yourself, not in a way of gaiva. What am I good at? A guy who likes to talk, but he's not so smart, so maybe he becomes a salesman. I'm not putting salesmen down. Because you have smart people with salesmen also. I'm just and a person, but who a guy who likes to talk and he likes to be, he likes to deal with people socially, maybe he goes to become a therapist. There's a million different factors in this. But we have to look within what did a Kaddish Baruch give us? What are, what, a person should go to his job and enjoy it. That's what comes out of this. For most of the time, yes? Yes. I spoke to Rabbi Weinberger about this a couple of years ago. Great. 
And I love the one son. thing he said was yeah. he remembers talking to his father, and he couldn't believe his father a big tamid hacham like this, and he's doing the he's working in the cleaners. He was like, so his father told him, "This is what I do. This is not who I am." So there's a little bit lesson over there that on one hand, yes, you should do what you have a cheshek for and all that kind of stuff, and you'll probably be the most successful. But another Rav said a similar thing where he goes, I love to do, uh, you know, be a yacht hand or whatever. I love yachts, but that's not what I'm going to do. You do something you kind of, his philosophy, this other rabbi's philosophy was, you do so something. other rabbi or rabbi's father? Uh, no, this, now moving a book who, by oh a rabbi, I'm just saying. Okay. So we have that case over there. Okay, okay. Another case over here where he said, you know, take something that you're okay with. And once you start money, making money at it and be successful, you'll like it a lot more. Because when I, I went in there with the philosophy of, oh, you got to love it, you got to love it, you got to love it. And he said, David, that's a little bit of an American thing. His father told him, this is what I do. This is not who I am. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. A, Let me ask you a question. Are you, are you, are you arguing with the Chavos Lavavos? Or are you just telling me a different opinion? No, I'm telling you it has to be weighed. It's not One second. as simple. Are you arguing with the way I'm reading these words? It just makes it sound like you always have to totally love it, and I would recommend that to people. I'm not. Wait, wait, wait. He seems. David, answer the question I'm asking. Yes, it seems to be. So you're arguing on the chavos of avos. A little bit, yes. But that's not for here, because here we're doing the chavos of avos. If you want to deal with a different opinion, I'm not saying Rebbe's father is not agreement, but that's not. We're learning this safer. No, I'm saying, but it's MS, and what he's saying is MS. We got to stay aligned to the safer we're learning. I'm not giving a shear in bitachon klali. Okay. If we would, we'd be very confused. We are sticking I'm with one Mahat. I'm sure they're both MS, so they should be able 100%. to... 100%. I've already said, there's many levels. There's different Ashkafas. Lav Davka. Lav Davka. We're going to talk about very fine points, and I'm not saying we're arguing with either one of them, but I want to get you clear. When we're learning this Sefer, you, you can argue, if you want to argue on them, that's fine. It's dangerous, but you could. But understand that we are learning this, and this is MS, and we're sticking with this exactly. I'm not trying to argue with it. I'm trying to make them fit together. There yeah, must be I a fit. You have a, ca- you have a I think he's right, and I think this is right. Is that, but so I'm saying I'm just is a cash on this? No, he I, says I, I, that you. But to what extent do you take it? It could be an extreme right. way of loving, or a moderate way of loving the job. Right. That's the, what is the, We don't need to know what the chavos of means. Ahava What extent? I don't think that's exactly what he's asking, but. You understand, we have I'm to learn this safer. Truth, I know, so I, don't, I just don't want to bring in, I just don't want to bring in other sheets. That's all I'm saying. I don't think it's another sheet, but okay. Let me tell you. It's probably the same When we're sheet. learning this, I'm trying to get it as, as clear as possible. If you're off by a little bit, it's going to make a lot of big nafkaminas, correct? That's what we're trying to say here. That's part of the, the learning here. So it's okay if you want to argue with this. We could do that outside, but we have to learn. The, if you were trying to qualify the words, I know Bianchi is trying to help you out with that. If that's what he was doing, then we could deal with that. Of course I'm trying to qualify. I don't think he's wrong, and I don't think this is I wrong. I know, but you're coming from a different shita. Maybe. You don't understand the shita. You're hearing a detail, not from a cloud. Okay. Next week, we'll, we'll start with this point, and we'll see <laughs> what we come out with. We'll clarify this nakuda more. Good? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs>